going on guys and gals? This is a Popcorn Heroes review of one of the Oscar nominated movies, Darkest Hour. Yeah, yeah. With me today is Pedro to review this movie. What's up? And of hey. course I am Armando. Hi, going I'm Armando. On? Hey man, how you doing Pedro? Um, this is going to be a very quick take of the dark, uh, uh, Darkest Hour. Mm-hmm. I mean, because there's not much to say about it. Yeah, it's pretty So good. let's do a quick synopsis of the movie and then uh we'll talk about our, our ratings pedro what's the synopsis pretty much it's um them electing winston churchill yeah as a british prime minister and they pretty much do it to kind of just throw it on they're like no one wants a job because mm-hmm. it's pretty much when world war ii was going on it, when world war ii was going on and Nazi Germany was at the height of its power. So everyone was like shitting bricks. They were like, I don't want the weight of the entire fucking country on my shoulders. So let's when it, it goes down. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Exactly. I don't want to be the reason why people hate, you know. Yeah. yeah. Like when my name goes in the books as saying the person exactly, who was in, right. who was in charge when they went so down. So pretty much everyone's just passing it, passing it, passing it. And then it pretty much they all agree. Winston Churchill. Yeah. So he gets it. And uh, yeah, it's pretty much his struggle. That he's pretty much like this fucking bulldog incarnate, mm-hmm. and it's pretty much his struggle to try and like convince keep, them, keep the country together, yeah, and essentially not surrender, yeah, and pretty much essentially convince yeah. them to let's keep fucking fighting this, you know, yeah. like let's not be little bitches about it, pretty much. And Winston Churchill was a badass. Yeah, he was. Yeah, <laughs> he, was he was a little crazy, but yeah, he was. But, but he, in that moment in time, you need that shit. You need crazy. I was gonna say he was the right type of crazy. Yeah. So. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, that I, was essentially that was. The I, I really well. enjoyed it, and um, what would, what would you rate it? Um, I'll probably give it an eight. I'll give it an eight out of ten. I, I really enjoyed it, and mm-hmm. um, I'm a sucker for Gary Oldman. Yeah, fuck. And he fucking killed he it. Killed so. it, dude. Yeah, I will agree with that. I'll, I'll give it an eight. And also. the prosthetics, uh, they I look good. I mentioned our Oscar thing. It it didn't look all nutty professory, you know. It didn't. It looked like it was. It flowed with him. It, like it, it was perfect too. Like he was actually Winston Churchill. It looked great, man. Yeah, it looked yeah. Great. I actually read something about the prosthetics. Yeah, that I thought was very interesting. What it was really difficult to make or something like that. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, let me well, see th- that's about makeup, man. You fucking sit in a chair for hours, man, because they put a they put they layer that shit on you. Like so, okay, so pretty much there's this makeup artist, this famous like Hollywood makeup artist called Kazuhiro Suchi, and he retired. Oh he was, shit! Like out of the game, and Gary Oldman convinced him to come back. Oh. Like, hey, you got to do this shit. Because you're fucking awesome. And if anyone's going to make me look like freaking Churchill, Churchill, it's going to be you. Yeah. So he brought him back from retirement. And then um, he hand-painted veins and moles into the actual prosthetics put onto the face. So they were all hand-painted. And then he actually used baby hair. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) To to, to get, like, that soft, you know, balding. (laughs) I don't know. But, dude, the guy was super intricate about it. Oh, my God. And, Yeah. That's fucking amazing. Uh, yeah, I thought it was awesome. That dude. is amazing. And, and I was like, no wonder it fucking looked good. It looks you know, so not, good, like, dude. And and it, and it made it even better with his acting too. Like like it's just fucking. He, I don't know. He I felt like he embodied Winston oh, yeah. Churchill, man. Yeah, yeah, man. And like, and Gary Oldman did a lot of the mannerisms and like the expressions. Yeah, I have like, no he doubt he watched. Fucking, you know, he's probably one of those method actors that yeah, probably yeah. just watched a shit ton of the videos, tried to get the. Um, I noticed that Winston Churchill would do like the yeah. He would do like mm-hmm. I don't know. It's kind of very hard to describe. Yeah. But he would like yeah, like do yeah. that before he talks. Yeah. It's very weird, but you hear him doing it. Yeah. And I've watched old footage actually, and he does it. So it's like he got it. He got that 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 stupid. He little, got that shit down, dude. Stupid little mannerism. 
But and he's and Gary Oldman's super British, so it's like he's right. fucking playing one of their presidents. You know what I'm saying? Like so you see him yeah. all the time or whatever. Funny enough, there, there was a time where he did so many American roles back to back that mm-hmm. he actually lost his accent. Oh uh, shit! And he had to get a um, um, a voice coach. Uh huh. I guess that's what they call it. An yeah. accent coach or whatever. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I, I forgot like what the yeah. official title is, but pretty much had to hire one of them to like, hey, get my accent back. <laughs> I lost it. <laughs> hey, it happens when you're fucking doing all the American shit that he did. Yeah, I know what happened with uh, the Sons of Anarchy guy, uh, Jax. Y- he lost his accent? He lost it. He did Sons of Anarchy for so long, he lost his accent. He had to learn to be British again. Yeah, especially for the movie he did, uh, the King Arthur one. Yeah, he was yeah, super exactly. British. He had to get it back for that. So, Fuck, that was dude. Fun. Yeah, it's crazy. So, yeah, people get so into it, they lose it. Yeah. I mean, uh, uh, so let's back to The Darkest Hour. Um, I was going to say, what, what do you give it? I, I give it an 8 also, man. I, I enjoyed it. It was a good movie. Uh, it, you know, like we were, we were talking about before, it's essentially like the other side of Dunkirk. Yeah. Because this movie ends with the rescue at Dunkirk. Yeah, it's a perfect companion piece. Like, yeah. You can watch this one in Dunkirk or Dunkirk in this one. And I feel like these are... Two movies you definitely should watch together. Yeah, for sure they are because they, they they tell you both sides of the story, the yeah, political to... and the actual war side of it. Right? Yeah, yeah. Because when you're watching Dunkirk, you're like, "What the fuck's taking them so long?" Yeah. Like, why don't they just go over there and get them? Like, what is it? Yeah. And then over here, you see all the fucking red tape. The political maneuverings he had. All to do. the red tape he had to go through to create this uh, Operation Dynamo. Yeah. That they just pulled out of their ass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was good. I mean, uh, the supporting actors were also pretty good. I enjoyed them a lot too. Yeah, Stannis. Yeah, yeah. I was like, "Fuck yeah, exactly, dude." I, yeah. I was looking at him like, "What the fuck do I know Wait, you from?" <laughs> damn, you're so right, dude. No, I, 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 it clicks. It finally clicked. Yeah, man. I was like, "Damn, what the fuck do I know you from?" Stannis. The he, he, he played very different, like a like he he was he was acting differently in this movie he for was, sure. Because um, he wasn't like a douchebag. No, but he was more like, I don't know, if I'm going to compare it to someone in Littlefinger, I was going to say he's more Littlefinger. If I would compare it to anyone in Game of Thrones, because yeah. he was like behind the, he kept trying to overthrow yeah, uh, um, yeah. Uh, the, the, the house yeah. uh, against uh, Winston Churchill. Yeah. So. It was very... I thought it was good. And you also got to see um, through his, I guess his secretary? the his Yeah, his, his typist, yeah. You got to see, yeah, th- that was his connection to like... The real know, people. Right. And then, of course, even though it really isn't true, but that awesome scene in the movie where he goes into the subway and actually asks them. Yeah. Like, what do you guys think about we should like, do? why don't you ask them yourself? Yeah. And, you know, ask the people. They, they set that up in the beginning of the movie where he's like, I've never taken the, the, the train before. And yeah. said the tube. The tube. Yeah. Never taken it before. And then it, it kind of went full circle in the story when he actually went there and started asking them. Yeah. I mean, of course, a lot of these scenes in the movie. Okay. Again, spoilers, guys. We're going into spoilers. No. Um, there's, a, there's a lot of a, a, a scenes in the movie that kind of fluff. You know the story, right? Like the one that Theodore, Theodore Roosevelt when they were having that phone call. Yeah, I'm, I'm exactly. He was asking for help. Right. Th- that I looked that up as well. That didn't happen because technically that um that phone line didn't exist yet. Yeah. Until after the war. Mm-hmm. So. So there's a lot, of, a lot of fluff piece there. But as a movie. Yeah, it was great. As um, pretty much it's like hype propaganda. Yeah. Like that shit really pumps you up. Oh yeah, for sure, dude. When, when you see everyone going, you know, like we will not, and then they start like slamming their fists. Yeah, I, I was like, oh shit. Well, the, it's funny. The British Parliament's always very active, very loud. Yeah, yeah. You know when I first noticed that? Well, yeah. On John Oliver. Yeah. John, John Oliver would show. 
those yeah. scenes from it. And then they just start like insulting each other. They go, no. <laughs> and then everyone starts laughing and like, yeah, them. dude. And I'm like, dude. What I wish our parliament was like that, dude. I mean, I wish our government was yeah, like that, I'm more like, in people's faces. Yeah, they're, they're, they're more stabby in the back type. But these guys were like legitimately just, so yeah, they get in your face, dude. So I actually had that in my head. So when I saw it in Darkest Hour, I was like, oh, yeah. It's it always, makes sense. It's always been like that. Then, <laughs> I think it's gotten worse probably throughout the years. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know too much about the British Parliament, but I'm, no. I'm sure it's. it's I'm heavy. pretty sure it's getting worse. Um, I also like the um, uh, fuck, dude, what was it? Um, well, I also like the part is that uh, you also had uh, uh, King George, you know, which is essentially the guy from King's Speech. Ah, yes. So I was, I was, I was waiting for the, you know, the kind of like the the, the speech tie-ins or whatever, and you, you kind of got a little bit of. There that. was one. I was actually waiting to see if he would stutter, and there was one scene where he did like a quick. Like like, uh, he, like he did it a few times though. I I only caught it once because I'm yeah. thinking, oh, this is supposed to be King George. Yeah, because King's Speech was like one of my favorite movies of that year. Yeah, and I like this actor, um, Ben Mendelsohn. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ben Mendelsohn. Yeah. Uh, freaking director Kranick. Yeah. Rogue One. Director Kranick. So I was like, man, that's pretty cool. That yeah. The, the, the whole time I was listening to see if he would actually stutter. Yeah, he, he had a few scenes where he stuttered, where he could, mm. and, and, and then he he yeah. talked, you know. But it was very subtle. It was never like overblown. Yeah, because stuttering. by that point he had he had already kind of overcome yeah, it, quote yeah, unquote. He, he, he had overcome it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, other than that, it's a great movie, man. I liked it. I enjoyed it. Um, yeah. Do you suggest people to see it? Yeah, definitely. I actually don't think it's that hard to follow either. No, it's, it's not. Usually, some movies that are too into politics, you're like, whoa, like I have no idea what the fuck's going on. This one's actually pretty, pretty good. Straightforward. It's very straightforward. Because it starts off, it starts off with him getting the letter. So you you follow his journey of yeah. like confusion as well. Yeah. Because he's fucking confused as to what exactly to do. Yeah, and exactly. And you as the viewer are like, ah, what exactly does you know the prime minister do in times of war? So yeah. You kind of follow it. So yeah, I, I thought it was very well made. I, I liked it. Yeah, it was good. I I actually do recommend you guys to watch it if you're into dramas and period pieces. Definitely watch this movie. Favorite pieces for show. Yeah, you're going to enjoy it. You're going to get a kick out of it. Um, but yep, that wraps up our review of The Darkest Hour. Yep. Uh, hope you guys enjoyed this quick review, quick take we did. If you liked it, let us know what you thought about this movie. As always, you can follow us on all social media platforms. We're on Facebook and Instagram. And if you don't have any of that crap, we are, we are at popcornheroes at gmail.com. You can hit us up there and we'll write back to you. Till next time, guys. Bye-bye.